What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at We Are Ablaze. Everybody doing all right tonight? Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing Thank you, great. For that one. Yeah! Yeah! I'm so excited that you so guys good. are here. Oh, so we are talking you, about sir. the culture of Ablaze. The culture. The culture. Or Ablaze. how to do church. Someone say, do church. Do church. So I hope you guys understand, for Cody and I and a lot of the leaders here, all the leaders here, it's not just enough to come to church. That's right. There's a reason why we're here. There's a purpose to it. Cody said something today when we were shooting digital uh, ablaze for tomorrow for you guys. He said you were created on purpose for a purpose. And that is amazing. Well, church is the same way. It was created on purpose for a purpose. And you guys are part of the purpose. And so I'm going to kick it over to Cody as he begins to discuss what we're going to be talking about. Because he doesn't know where our notes are. I have no idea where your laptop is. It's not in your bag. So I don't know if you left it in the table back there. Oh, my gosh. Hidden pocket. This, you know, maybe... That's obviously, you were meant to find it. You knew where it was. I was meant to find it. I'm so sorry. Anyway, so if you guys, who remembers what we talked about last week, right? Mm. Charlie, so good. And Lauren. Hey, Eel. So real quick, thank you, sir. Everyone give it up for Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, bring in the Bible. Jimmy. James. So. Jamathan. Jimothy. 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 He told me he didn't want to be called James, and so. I'm helping you in your love walk and forgiveness. Oh I will gosh. call you James. No, I'm kidding. So real quick, let's just grab a couple volunteers so we can rehash yeah, what we talked about last week. I actually wanted to do something a little different. Oh, Instead I'm of sorry. you going, I want Ashley to grab that side oh, of the rope. Oh, okay. Ashley's going to come grab this side of the rope. I know, I hope your foot is okay. She hurt her foot the other day. If your foot's not able to do this, and I don't want you to break your sandals. You're not wearing tennies. And then I want a couple volunteers right here to grab this side of the rope. You guys raise your hand. You can grab the rope. Go ahead. Yes. Lucas, you're right next to it. Joni, you want to grab the rope? Yeah, it's fun. I would love gloves. Yeah, gloves. So instead of you guys pulling against, I just want you to like sit down and hold, hold the rope. Us. Just sit and hold the rope, right? Just sit and hold the rope. Miller, you can come join them. Yeah, come right up here. You can join them. Just, you want, Annalise, you want to join them right here? You can just right here in the middle by the subwoofer. Just grab the rope right there. You want some gloves? Look at how stylish okay. these are. They're green. Bright green. Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at? Would you, you like a pair of gloves, Miller? Nice! You got Mill, working Mill, hands. You, you don't need these. No, no, I don't <laughs> so I want you guys to just either sit on the rope or sit down and hold the rope. I don't sit even want you rope. fighting against. Okay. Yeah, just sit down. She's like tightening her sandals. She's she got, yeah, she's got those Jesus Oh, she's taking sandals. them off. She don't want to rip the sandals. Okay. Get that toe straight. Don't take off your sandals. Like, feet really bother me. I am a closed shoe person, so I will be avoiding that side of the room tonight. Oh it is now contaminated. We need to mop the floors before we have oh anyone. Sorry, no, I'm kidding, Ashley. It's not that your feet are disgusting. Just feet are all disgusting. So that is a unilateral thing for all of humanity. So... This is what we were talking about last week. Those of you that weren't here last week, you didn't see this. But those of you that were here last week, you did see it. And Cody and I talked about today, and it seemed good to us, sure. that we might start service every day this week for like the... Or every, every day this week. <laughs> we might start every service for the next couple weeks this way. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Right, yeah. Because we really want to drive this point home. Last week, we had Cody over there because, you know, Cody and I are are always in charge of working with the Holy Spirit on where we're going to go when we're ministering the Word of God. But Ashley, as our praise and worship leader, she actually uh, is in charge of the flow with the Holy Ghost before Cody and I ever come down and minister the Word. Mm. 
And so she sees something on her heart for praise and worship and she comes all excited and then she's got this direction. Everyone say direction. Direction! And she's like, a blaze is supposed to go this way tonight, man. I feel like his super hype night praise is going to be amazing. We're going to be dancing and shouting and jumping and just singing at the top of our lungs. And then she comes super stoked, but everybody that came to church is just kind of like, blah. Everyone say blah. It's hot outside. Yeah, it's hot outside. I don't feel outside. good. Yeah, I have to I'm go back tired. to school, which is exciting or not exciting or whatever. And so then you have Ashley, and she's like, I saw the direction going this way. So she starts trying to go that direction. And these, they're not exactly working against, but they're not exactly working for. Yeah. So Ashley, take the service, the direction it's supposed to go. Come on, Ashley, go. Come on, Ashley, go. Come on, Ashley, go. All right, you can stop. She's getting a little pulled yeah, there. Yeah, she's getting a little pull. She's tough over there. All right, you can stop. Don't want to wear you out. But if you guys will notice, she was laboring super intense over there and she got nowhere. She moved a little bit, but she really didn't get very far. Right. Lots of times we feel like, not here to blaze, but at church, it can be that way sometimes. You come in as a leader, you come in so excited and so ready to have church, and then you get in there and no one wants to be there because you're like, I had a tough day, I have lots of homework, my girlfriend broke up with me, my boyfriend's stupid and seeing someone else. You got all these issues. Mom and dad are making me be here, I don't want to be here. And what you're doing is you're just sitting here. And when you're just sitting here, we can't get to the places that God has for us. Right. See, because he has some secret places. See, the Bible says, in the secret places of the Most High. Yeah. See, he's got some awesome places for us to go. And I need to get to those places because in those places are the resources from God that I need for my life. And so what we encourage you guys to do is when you come to church, like Cody was saying, it's not about our feelings, it's about faith. We come believing God to have something awesome tonight. We come trusting God that it's going to be amazing. So let's pick some some dudes that are fired up. Let's do uh, Caleb. I'm going to have you because I know, man, Caleb, Noah, let's go. Dr. Michael, you guys jump on that side. We don't have any gloves for you anymore. They used them all up, so I apologize. Yeah, that's okay. They're big, burly men. Eel, Sarah, get on in on there. Just get on. Lauren, come on up here. Yeah, Sarah, come on up. Emma, get on in here. We believe in social distance in here at church. If you're not separated, please be wearing your mask. There are just certain times that, unfortunately. All right, so now Ashley has this direction. Y'all are going back to school. You're going to be walking in hallways. You're going to be close to your peers. It's okay. All right, so this is, now when Ashley comes in and she's got the support of the student body. Everybody's like, dude, we're going to have an awesome service tonight. And, and it doesn't even matter if you're there emotionally, you're there by faith. Yeah. You're like, I'm ready for God to do something. Right. And then when the service starts, Ashley, lead us around the room, if you would. Ready? Go. Yeah. This is amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Look at him go. I love how everyone just laid down right. on this side. All right. Yeah. Okay. So perfect. Round of applause. You guys can drop the rope right there. You so did great. Good. So good. So I have a question for you guys. This is so awesome. Another way to illustrate this, and I'm going to kick it over to Cody, and he's going to take over in a moment. How many of you guys have ever had a group project at school? Raise your hand if you've had a group project at school. Yep. Now, I'm going to tell on myself, I was the bum of group projects. Oh, what does that you mean? You were that guy. I was that guy. You were that guy. I was the worst. And I'm sorry for all you overachievers, but at the same time, I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> you guys. Uh, so when you're just a, when you're just a person it's that fine. is there. Uh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> Good, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. <laughs> just entertaining So yourself. when it comes to a group project, 
If you decide to do nothing during a group project, you are at the mercy of the group. Right. Amen. If the group does good and shoots for an A, then you're going to do good and you're going to get an A. But if the group does not shoot for an A and does not do well, and they're just like, whatever, and they get an F, guess what you're going to get? An F. So it is no longer acceptable just to be dead weight. We have to decide, I'm going to be a part of this. And I'm not just going to be over here sitting down, chilling out like that group school project. I'm going to decide, you know what? I want an A. I want the best that God has for us. And come over to this side of the rope and say, okay, this is the way we're going tonight. So every week, we're going to do that in some form or fashion because we're trying to show you guys by the Spirit of God, we all have to do this together. Everyone say together. Together. Say together. Together. I don't know why, but that just made me think of like the lazy river. Like when you go to like Point Mallard or something like that, where you're just like, you're in the lazy river and you're just there for Does the ride. They have a very small one. It's like, oh, okay. a, it's like a lazy creek, maybe. Lazy like, creek. Like a lazy creek. Yeah, a lazy but, you know, it's just like you just go. You're just like, whatever the direction the flow is going, you're just there. And yeah. You're, like that's what Charlie looked like just now. He's like, I don't even care. Just wherever you're going to take me, I'm going to go. Amen. All right. Anyway, so tonight we're going to be talking about the culture of a blaze. We're going to be talking about how. Basically, what it comes down to is we got to come to Blaze with faith. We've got to come in an, mm. the atmosphere of like, we are going to expect something tonight. We are going to receive something from God. And I believe that that starts by worshiping in spirit and in truth. Over in the book of John, chapter 4, verses 23 through 24, it says, The time is coming. Indeed, it's now where true worshipers will worship mm. the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father's looking those looking for those who will worship him that way. For God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. This comes out of the passage where the, you know, Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, and he was talking to her because they were having a discussion where she was like, some people say we should worship this way, others say we should worship this way. What do you say? So basically, genuinely, well, genuinely, Jesus was saying that <laughs> you should worship out of a genuine heart, out of a true heart, getting to know God, understanding who God is, and worshiping him in that way. It's not about what man says or what the rules say. It's just having a genuine, real heart, having a real encounter for yourself as to why you should worship God. We should worship out of that place. If you don't already know God, this is a place for you to yeah, get to know really God is. so that way you can understand who he is, why he is who he is, and how he can be beneficial for your life. God is so good and he's always, always. trying to get something to you. Yeah. And there's a way that we can get that from God. You know, it talks about a little further down over in verse 39. It says, many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because the women, woman had said, he told me everything I did. So it started with, okay, this village is going to start learning about Jesus because the woman told them about her. And then they went out to see them for themselves. And they begged him to stay in their village. So he stayed for two days, long enough for many more to hear his message and then believe. And then they said to the woman, now we believe, not just because of what you told us, because we heard him for ourselves. And now he is indeed the savior of the world. See, to me, that is a worship in spirit and in truth because they got to experience it yeah. for themselves. Mm. They didn't just take it for the woman's word. They didn't just take it for somebody's word. They invited Jesus into their atmosphere. They invited Jesus into their culture, and they were like, who are you? Mm. Talk to me. Let me learn from you. They spent time with God, learned who he was, and experienced him for themselves. Yeah, and that's what we're taught from the word of God. We, it says, taste and see that I am good. 
Cody and I are not satisfied telling you guys about how good Jesus is. We want you to experience Jesus. I mean, for a long time, I've heard about deep dish Chicago pizza. (laughs) And I've seen it on like the Travel Channel. And it looks amazing. And I'm longing for the day that I get to go there and experience it for myself. Because I've got to tell you, just hearing about it, seeing it on TV, hearing someone else's experience just isn't enough. When I go and I actually have that deep dish pizza, it's going to be on a whole new level because now I'm not just hearing it, I'm experiencing it for myself. And that's what we want you guys to understand. Yeah, we have awesome stories and we're always learning from the Word and we're teaching teaching you guys from the word, but that's not enough. You need to experience God. You need to taste and see that he is good and understand his love towards you as an individual. Did you know that Jesus just doesn't love your parents? right. (laughs) Did you know that Jesus just doesn't have good things for your parents? He loves you and he has good things for you. And the way we experience that goodness and the way we have that goodness in our life is by experiencing him. And so that's what we do here. It's coming to have an experience with God. Experiencing him in this room is the culture of a place. And another way to really understand that in spirit and truth is to grab a hold of that truth for yourself. Start rehearsing what God did for you. Start meditating. Or in Psalms 48, 9, it says, Oh God, we meditate on your unfailing love as we worship in your temple. When you Mm. come in this room, start thinking about what God did for you. Start thinking about what Jesus did for you on that cross. Mm. Start thinking about the prosperity that he made available for you. Start thinking about the healing that you can have for your body because Christ took it upon his back. We start meditating on how great God love is. Even if the song doesn't connect with you personally, start getting in your own vein of worship. Start understanding what God did for you personally so that way you can start receiving from God. See, and even if you think he hasn't done anything for you right now, he has done something for you. Yeah. And so that's what Cody's saying. You start rehearsing those things, it builds this heart of appreciation and gratitude on the inside of you, which allows you to receive what's he wanting to do right now mm-hmm. in this moment. See, he's already provided peace. He's already provided salvation. He's already provided sound mind. He's already provided healing for our bodies. He's already provided prosperity. So we just come in and we start rehearsing those things. Man, I can't tell you how many times I've cheered myself up in the flesh just by rehearsing about the goodness of God right. for the things that he hasn't done for me right now, but the things he's already done for me. Right. And then that sets up a heart of gratitude and appreciation, and then I'm able to receive the things he wants to do for me right now in this moment. God is always wanting to take care of you, and the best way to allow him to take care of you is to come in in spirit and truth with a heart of gratitude and appreciation and just begin rehearsing the goodness of God because that's going to put a desire in in you for the more of God. And then one more scripture on that just that way because this is going to set up for everything else we're going to be talking about tonight. Romans 5, 1 out of Amplified, it says, therefore, since we've been justified, (laughs) acquitted of our sin, declared blameless before God. God, by faith, mm. let us grasp the fact that we have mm. peace with God and the joy of reconciliation with him through Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Yeah. We've been made righteous by God. So good. We've been made, uh, all the things that God has for us been made available to us mm. because of God. Even if we don't deserve it, because we don't in our own strength. Really There's don't. nothing that we <laughs> can do in our own might to earn what God has given right. us. He puts it out there. He made it all available for everything that you can do in your life. Everything you can hear from God is because of your righteousness. Mm. Which is great news. Jesus made this available for you because of what he did on the cross. We need to start understanding 
what God did for us so that we can receive what God has for us. And then I want to rehearse this scripture that we talked about last week because it's just so good. It is really good. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 19. Let your joy be a continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, always be giving thanks for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ. Never restrain or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. Your life is a prayer. And you're like, mm. uh, What? <laughs> So I'm just supposed to pray all the time? Well, I mean, in some ways, but your life is a prayer. If you look up the definition of prayer, the Hebrew definition of prayer is an interaction with God. Your life is an interaction with God. Actually, it says like an evolving interaction with Mm. God. So it's constantly changing. It's constantly growing. It's never stagnant. So everything you do in life, when you're outside of these walls, or even when you're in here, let your life be open to the interaction with God. Yeah, that's really good. Always expecting to interact with God. I love that. An evolving interaction. What does that mean? I may not be good at praise and worship right now, but if I'll continue to interact with God, I will become good at praise and worship. Yeah. It's, I may not be good at reading my Bible, but if I continually interact with God and live this life of prayer, I will grow in my ability to do that. And it's all about growing in God, guys. Yeah. And that's what we want to do week in, week out, is we want to grow in the things of God. Amen? Right. It says never restrain or put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. This isn't even just for yourself, but when we come in this room, we should be stoking the fire. We should be adding to the fire. Even if you feel like for yourself, like, I got everything I need, I'm good. Like, I know I'm right standing with God. Like, it's all good. But there could be people around you that need your encouragement, Mm. that need your inspiration, that need to see you worshiping, to understand what worship even looks like for themselves. You worshiping, you stepping out in faith can inspire someone else to get what God has for them. Yep. Stoke the fire. Stoke the fire. Don't put water on it. Add fire to it. Yeah. Never put out the fire of the Holy Spirit. And we wanted to do that tonight. We just couldn't figure out a good way right? to start a fire in here and then put gasoline on it. So, I know. I kept thinking. I was like, how do we do this? If but, we put out a fire pit out here? Yeah, that would be amazing. But everyone the, gets one stick. The truth of the matter is, no matter where you're at in God right now, there's always more. Yeah. If you could be like, you know, continually walking in the goodness and the abundance of God, there's more. Mm-hmm. There could be, you've never experienced it all. There's more. And so we just want to stay hungry for the more. And that comes in here, ready to worship God in spirit and truth. And that brings us to this woman that we want to talk about in Mark 5, the woman with the issue of blood. I don't know if you want to read it or if we just want to paraphrase and go We can paraphrase, that's fine. Okay, so there was this woman with the issue of blood. Very important part of this passage. It's out of Mark 5, if you want to go back and read it later. It says, when she heard of Jesus. Everyone say, heard. Heard. So when she heard of Jesus, over in Romans 10, 17, this is key. It says, says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you hear about Jesus, it builds something on the side of you called faith. Faith. faith is really cool because it's the vehicle that allows us to receive from God. Right. But I want you to notice the Bible says that when she heard of Jesus, faith came to her. But then as it goes on, she says within herself, if I can just get to Jesus, now I'm paraphrasing, but she said, if I can just get to Jesus and touch the hem of his garment, I will be healed. So right. we see a couple things happening. First, she heard. Everyone say heard. Heard. Everyone say heard. Heard. So she heard. And when she heard, faith came on the inside of her. Now, faith without action, according to the word of God, is dead Mm. and so that brings us to what we do each week we believe in God we love him we hear about him it's building faith on inside of us but we all collectively together have got to begin to put more action to what we believe right if we believe God is good then there's going to be some action when it comes to praise and thanksgiving demonstrated by us if we really believe that if not our faith in him being good is dead 
right? Do we believe that we're supposed to evolve in this relationship with Him? If we have faith for that, then each week during praise and worship and during the ministry of work, we're going to be working on the evolution of our relationship with Him by getting involved in praise and right. worship, by giving amens as the words being preached, and by doing everything we can to receive more of God because we understand that I don't just believe, but I'm putting action to what I believe because I don't want my faith in Him to be dead. Right. Right, And so it's very important that we have to understand that these two things are working together. So when Cody and I, we're trying to get you guys to jump around during praise, and we're trying to get you to lift your hands during worship, we're not doing that for our benefit. We're trying to get you to put action to your faith, what you believe about Jesus, because that, just like with the woman with the issue of blood, is how you receive from him. Right, right. See, that woman probably was in a state of where she didn't feel like pushing Mm. through a crowd. To get to Jesus. Y'all listen to she this. She was hurt. She was broken. Mm. She wasn't feeling good. Yeah. But yet she had to push through that crowd yeah. to get to Jesus. And that's exactly what she did. It took an act of faith for her to do something uncomfortable yeah. to receive her healing. Yeah. Yeah. We've come into this time in the church world where feelings is trying to be more uh, part of the service than faith. Yeah. And... Our church services aren't about how we're feeling. Our church services are about what we believe. Right. So what does that mean? I can come in here off of having just a dumpster fire of a day, (laughs) but yet I believe God is good. So I have to decide, am I going to follow my feelings of having a bad day or am I going to follow my faith, which tells me God is good? Right. See, this woman with the issue of blood, because of her condition, just by being out in public, she could have been stoned to death because she wasn't supposed to be in public with her condition. There's a lot of risk. (laughs) So she had the emotions and the feelings and I'm sure the fear of going out in public. Mm -hmm. There was a big crowd around her, which means something physical was required of her. There was work to get to Jesus. See, this thing, this walk, this Christianity, this discipleship thing that we do is not always easy, guys. It requires tough decisions at times. Am I going to go to church tonight or am I going to stay home? When I get to church, am I going to participate or am I just going to sit there and let my self be dragged whichever way and direction right. the service is going. So we have to make decisions to respond to our faith and get involved with it. And Cody was saying something to me earlier about yeah. the crowd, which is awesome. Yeah, I was, I was like praying about the scripture and I was just kind of reading over it and I was kind of just understanding like what God was talking to me in this time. And he said to me, there's this crowd that heard about Jesus. She heard about Jesus. The crowd heard about Jesus. And they, they heard Jesus. They heard about him. They're following right. him. This crowd was like following Jesus through this area. They were all up on him hearing about him and just watching to see what he was going to do. They were onlookers to Jesus. That's key right there. They were spectating to Jesus. They were seeing what God was going to do in their area, in their town, whatever. But this woman was like, Jesus has my healing. Mm. I'm not going to just look at Jesus. I'm not going to just watch him go by me and not get my healing. I have to get to him to get my healing. So she had to push past all these spectators to get to God. She had to push through the crowd mm. to get to Love Jesus, that. to get to her healing. Yeah. You know, and God told me, he's like, what if the whole crowd came with an expectation wow. that God was there to heal anybody that wanted it, to heal everybody that wanted it, yeah. that it wasn't just a spectator thing. They weren't just meant to watch Jesus pass through. They were all meant to partake mm. of what God was doing. See, even Jesus in his time when he walked needed that atmosphere, yeah. needed that culture of faith. There's one scripture where he talks about he went back to his own town and he could do no mighty works there but heal some sick folk. When Rick Renner was here, he talked about that scripture and he said the only sick folk that he could heal were those that were in comas because they were the ones that weren't able to walk in their free will. So he would just heal them. Jesus needs 
a culture, an atmosphere that is cultivated for him to do something. Right. And I love what Cody brought to light. If the whole crowd would have came with the same faith and expectation that the woman of issue blood uh, had, what miracles could have he done right. in that place? He was limited because they just wanted to watch. Yeah. We saw the limits come off of him when somebody came in faith yeah. and pushed through. And Jesus, when she touched him, even Jesus stopped and he said, Bro, someone just Something touched different me. Happened. Some power, some virtue just went out of me. And all the disciples were like, dude, look at this crowd. Everybody's touching you. He's like, no, there's something different. If we want our services to be different, we've got to come with that expectation we're going to receive. Right. And there's a, an awesome way that Cody and I kind of came <laughs> up as we're spitballing. In this room and in the lobby, we have hidden five $25 gift cards. No, five $20 gift cards. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. We Don't have want to false advertise. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you get your gift card, you're like, wait, this is $20. We have hidden in this room, not on the stage, y'all don't rush and the stage. And not on the live stream equipment. <laughs> yeah, not on the live stream equipment, not in the sound room. In this room and in the lobby, we have hidden five $20 gift cards. Now, this is interesting. While I'm talking about it, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. I'm building faith on the inside of every single one of you that Cody and I have hidden something in this building for you. We have hidden something in here that is going to be a blessing to your life. I recommend you put your masks on at this point. You absolutely have to put your mask on. And if you're in an area with somebody else, exercise patience, exercise restraint. No one's going to get hurt in here. But... We have hidden, and I keep saying it, because I'm building an expectation. I'm building faith on the inside of you. But listen, just because I've built faith on the inside of you that Cody and I have hidden gift cards in this building, that is not enough for you to receive the gift card. It takes action for you to get it. It takes in an action. In order for you to get the promise that I have given and that Cody has given, something has to happen. You've got to do something to find this gift card, to receive this blessing. It's not enough to hear. You've got to do something. You have to take an you action. You have to do something. You've got to find the promise. You have got to go and do and, and, and put action to what How you believe. How much clearer can we be? You've got to put some action to your faith. You've got to do something because there's something hidden for you. And maybe you've promise. already found one, but that doesn't mean you have to stop at one. Yeah, God there's, has there's multiple many promises. blessings. There's many blessings in here. There's multiple gift cards. Just because somebody finds <laughs> one gift card, that doesn't Miller's mean like, that the right. problem is stopped. There's multiple gift cards in here. Hidden for you. There's five gift cards to be exact. Five. So when you find one, let everybody know. I'm low-key wondering if we hid them too well. I to, I'll say this is just downstairs. There's nothing upstairs. Nothing upstairs. It's just the lobby and the big worship room. That's all it is. Lobby. I'm not giving any hints. Could be. There might be one under the chairs. There might be one under the There's rugs. five of them. Five of them. $20 gift cards. Five $20 gift cards. There's five of them. I don't know. I mean, they might be in the basketball goals. They might be in the rugs. They might be in the chairs. They might be in the baskets. They might be in the toilets. I don't know. <laughs> in the toilets? That's I don't know. Registered to me. I don't even remember where I hit them all, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, and if you find one, keep looking because you can get, you can leave here with all five of them. If you find them first, you can leave tonight with a hundred dollars. If you find them first, I'm not telling you where they are. They're in this room or the lobby, not in the bathrooms, not upstairs, not outside. There's five $20 gift cards hidden. If you find them, you can keep them. If you find all five of them, you can have all five of them. How many have been found? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go, go, go. If you found one, keep going. There's five of them. Y'all got to be better lookers. What is happening? What is like? We didn't hide them that hard. I feel like it's pretty obvious for most of them. We found one. Only Four one. left. We found two. Wow. Three left. I had to do math in my head. I was like, How many we have five. Left? We found two. How many left? There's three left. I don't know why I'm yelling. I have a microphone. They can hear me. Yeah, they can hear everything you say. <laughs> Three left. Three left. Did that one get found? All right, I'm going to give you a hint. There is one that is definitely on this side of the room. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there is one that is definitely in a seated position in the lobby. That's fine. How are they missing it? What is going on over here? Man, how long are we going to let this go on? <laughs> I guess until they find them. It's the wrong chair, Mikhail! <laughs> I'm trying to help you out. It's the wrong chair. Three? Which one was found in the lobby? There's one right here. Underneath the black chair? No! <laughs> Where was, was that one? Of which chair? Okay, there's one left in the lobby. It's by the front door somewhere. Oh, never mind. There it is. Oh, all right, everybody in here. Let's see how many we got. Let's see if we found all five. If you got a gift card, raise your hand. Everybody go back to your seats. Two, let's three, get your hands four, up and five. let's see if we got five. Is that five? Yeah, we got five. We got Are Lucas. they all girls? No, Lucas. Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. If you got a gift card, put it up so I can count real quick. If you got a gift card, put it up. One, two, three, four, five. All right. All right. There's not any hidden money anymore. <laughs> not, no more hidden money. All right. So here we go. Faith without action is dead. Yeah. And this is the same thing with God and his word and all the promises he has said to you guys. He has all these wonderful promises in her. Mm -hmm. But in order for us to receive what Jesus has done, we must be like with the woman with the issue of blood. We've got to begin to put action to what we believe. Right. Amen. And your action, your faith is demonstrated. Your action is demonstrated when we meet every single week on Wednesday nights. Yeah. We want demonstrations of what we believe. And the reason why we want demonstrations of what we believe is because that's how we receive. Your faith is right. a vehicle to receive it. Now, if you didn't believe, I saw some of you in here. I don't know if you just didn't want a gift card or if you didn't believe us. Right. But if you didn't believe us, you just sat there. But everybody who believed 
got up and did something. And look at what happened. There's a couple of scriptures we want to read. Hebrews 11, 6. If you're, you're yeah, it says, and without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And then Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. We love that both these were like action-based scriptures. Yeah. It requires action to receive. Seek and you will find. Diligently seek action. and you find. Knock and the door is going to be opened to you. These are things that God asks you to do. Yeah. He says it's going to be freely given to you. You just have to go and get it. That's it's right. perfectly in, placed in your, your reach. You just have to get out there and go for it. Yeah, and this is the way... God, he said, I'm no respecter of persons. This is available to everybody, just like that was available with exclusions of the leaders because, you know, this is for you guys. But it's available to everybody in the room. Right. Every Wednesday, Jesus is available to everybody in the room. Right. We've just got to put some action to what, if you believe he's available, if you believe he is here to bless you, if you believe he is here to do something for you, if you believe that, right. there's going to be a demonstration of what you believe. I don't know if you guys see me. I'll just use my Every week, man, I'm in here. I'm jumping around during praise. I'm lifting my hands during worship. I was even thinking tonight because I have my microphone on underneath my shirt, and I was just singing, and I was thinking, I hope this isn't on a live stream because <laughs> I can't sing at all. But what am I doing? It's just about de- I, I, I believe that God is good. Amen. And because I believe that, I can't hardly contain myself. And there's a demonstration of what I believe. There's action that is corresponding action that goes along with my faith. And that's what we're trying to establish here at Ablaze Youth Ministries. It's not just enough to hear. It's not just enough to believe. We've got to do something with what we believe. And what did we say the definition of our prayer was? An interaction. Interaction. Another verb. It's a verb. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think it's a verb. It's a verb. It is a verb. You have to interact with God. Those that interact with God, those that seek after God, those that go after God. I can't think of any more verbs at this moment. But those that verb with God. Those are the ones that receive from God. Oftentimes, the difference of somebody being blessed by service and someone not being blessed by service are those who are actively seeking and those who are not. And that determines... Now, there are those rare experiences, which I love just as much as I love the, the Apostle Paul experience on the road to Damascus where the presence of God just shows up and it knocks everybody down. Right. I love those experiences and I love that when it happens. But most of the time, that is a small percentile when it happens like that. Most of the time, when the spirit falls, it's because we're diligently seeking. Right. It's because we're, we're knocking on that door and we're seeking God. And this is what Hebrews 6 says. Understand this. He is a rewarder. Someone say rewarder. A rewarder. See, those of you that sought tonight. Now, we didn't have enough to buy a gift yeah. cards for everybody. In a perfect I world. Wish we would have. So don't make an exact illustration with God. <laughs> because when you seek, everyone is blessed. Right. Always. Because God is faithful. He is unlimited in his resources as to where we are limited. Right. We only Our have limitations so much we can do. five gift cards. <laughs> God has no limitations. Right. But those of you that found it, you saw it, you believe what we said, you saw it, and you were blessed. Amen. This is how the kingdom of heaven operates. Seek in spirit and in truth, and I guarantee you'll be blessed. Amen. So we challenge you guys tonight. Yep. We challenge you guys over this next week. Well, really, just moving forward, let your life be an interaction with God, yeah. especially 
when you come in this room, yes. make a decision like we are going to interact with God. Mm. I'm going to interact with God. This is your training ground. Mm. You come in here to learn what it's like to interact with God, to learn to receive from God. And then you go out into the world and do it out there as well. We're going to help you. We're going to teach you what it's like to interact with God. But we need you guys to want to interact with God. Even when you don't feel like interacting with God, make the choice. It doesn't matter what it feels like. Just like the one with the issue of blood. It doesn't matter that I'm scared. It doesn't matter that I'm hurting. It doesn't matter what it looks like to my circumstances. I am going to push past all of that so I can get what God has for me. Yeah, and I love one last thought with the woman. She did not let the crowd affect her. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get mine. Yeah. No matter if everyone else in here is pushing towards Jesus or not, I'm going to get mine. Come with that expectation next week, and I promise you, you will get yours. Hear me now. Next week, come with the expectation. I don't care what everyone else is doing in the room. I'm going to press on towards Jesus, and I guarantee you, you will get yours from him that night, whatever he has for you. Amen. Amen? Amen. So come next week, believe in God, and then put action to what you believe, and you will receive. Amen. Amen. If you would, close your eyes. Bow your heads real quick. We want to pray for you. Father, we bless every single student that is in here. I thank you that faith has come to us tonight. And we're not just going to sit idly by, but we're going to put action to our faith. We're going to put a demonstration to what we believe. We are going to seek you like we've never sought you before. We're going to knock like we've never knocked (laughs) before. Because we believe that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. So, Father God, right now, in our hearts, we adjust our priorities. Whatever we've been seeking above you, whatever we been seeking more than you or if we haven't been seeking you at all we make an adjustment amen and we decide to seek you father god so next week we come in here seeking after you with an expectation and we will demonstrate father god that we are here to interact with you in your spirit as your eyes are closed and your heads are bowed and no one's looking around if there's anybody in here tonight i'm going to give a two-fold altar call if you've never received jesus christ as your lord and savior or maybe you've fallen away and your pursuit of him has become stale. You need to do what Cody is talking about and you need to rekindle that fire and just kind of shuffle some things up again. If that is you in the room tonight, as no one's looking around but everybody's in an attitude of intimate prayer, as your eyes are closed and your heads are bowed, if you want prayer tonight to either give your life to Jesus for the first time or to rededicate your life, to begin seeking him all over again, if you would right now with great boldness, just put your hand up so I can see who I'm praying for. Put it up real high and leave it up for a minute so I can see you. Amen. Amen. I see those three hands. Thank you so much for putting those hands up. You can put them down. Now, this is what we're going to do is everybody's in an attitude of prayer. I want you to say this with me. The Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you will be saved. Now, remember, faith has an action. So what does that mean? If you believe this tonight, your lifestyle is going to change. Right. If not, this is a dead prayer. Right. So I need you to mean this with all of your heart and prove to yourself that you meant it by changing how you live. Small adjustments, guys, yeah. bring great benefits. So say this with me. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for sending Jesus. For sending Jesus to die for me. To die for me. Jesus. Jesus. I ask you. I ask you to be my Lord. To be my Lord and be my Savior. Be my Savior. I thank you. I thank you that I am forgiven. That I am forgiven of all of my sins. Of all of my sins. And I thank you. And I thank you that I am now. That I am now a child. 
child of God. Of God. I give you my life. I give you my life. I yield myself. I yield myself to you. To you. In your ways. In your ways. In Jesus' name, I pray. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 We love you guys so very much. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We want to remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are a Blaze Youth Ministries, grades six through twelve. We hope to see you. Otherwise, be sure to keep on listening to the podcast.